Hi, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell, and we're the hosts of Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we discuss, appreciate, and delve too deep into the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions, one minute at a time. You know there's a Balrog down there, right? It'll be fine. <laughs> Have you ever wondered about Hobbit economy or how wizards get their mail? Are you also in awe of Hugo Weaving's eyebrows? Then join us every Monday through Friday on our mission, quest, thing, only on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Happy Tuesday, and welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part three, one moon dancing minute at a time. I'm Nick Menez in the news. Moon dancing? Moonwalking. <laughs> moon dancing. <laughs> yeah. You want to you wanna take that again? Or? For a moon dance. No, let's keep it. <laughs> okay. Get on a night. Oh, I'm Scott Corelli, and joining yeah. us again uh, is Chris O'Connor. Welcome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, I guess I just had Van Morrison oh. on the brain. I don't know what that was. Yeah, apparently. So, um, uh, today we're going back to minute number 32, which begins with uh, Buford uh, saying the word blacksmith, clearing up some from, from yesterday, and uh, ends with um, one of the grossest... J- gross jokes in Back to the Future history. Yeah, yeah. That um, one will give you the tuberculosis. Yeah, it, it ends with Marty giving Mad Dog tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, all right. So, back to the beginning of the minute. So, uh, we find out that Mad Dog is looking for the blacksmith, which the is no the second person who's dude. who's come in looking for a blacksmith uh, in a row. Yeah. Within the space uh, of a minute. Yeah. So the blacksmith, very popular in town. Oh, I bet he is. <laughs> um, and I and I just have to say, okay, so going back to what I said yesterday, which is that Tannen realizes that Marty looks a lot like Seamus and mentions it. Yeah. Marty does not have this superpower because <laughs> he just now realizes hey. that this guy is a tannin. You're Biff. It's like oh, it's like uh, he he is obje- you know objectively Marty is much smarter than every version of of Biff that he comes across. Except in this instance, they seem to have like the sort of inverse perception and ability. Like, to be like, fair, I, I mean, like Mad Dog can pick out his prey like it's nothing, and 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 Marty's over there like this deer being like, "I'm being stalked." What? <laughs> I guess Mad Dog does look the most unlike of the other tannins, but then also, do you think it registers to him that he's had this exact same interaction like twice in his life today? I I don't. I think this is so far out. I think this is very far out of his like context. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to, he's, he's thinking Clint Eastwood. He's thinking Westerns. He doesn't put together that this is the diner. And you know, these guys are, these guys are adults. These guys are, these are criminals. He's at a bar, not a, not a, you know, malt yeah. shop. 
So it's a very different, it's a different context and he might have trouble realizing he's repeating himself. Need a well, well, but what's funny is that the, the Tannins are the only ones who ever realize that things are repeating because remember, Biff is the one that says the line, there's something really familiar about all this. <laughs> that's 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 kind of like him activating his past lives, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's reaching across the ocean of consciousness. That Tannin is, uh, the, the Tannin family are the only ones the, who can recognize... Uh, the Tannin genetic memory is strong. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all part of like, the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, next thing you know, they're all going to be like, "Oh my god!" Now I want an Assassin's Creed game about McFly's <laughs> and Tannins. <laughs> Who's on which side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be incredible, <laughs> Marty. This is the Animus. <laughs> With it, you will experience Seamus McFly's secret life. We work in the dark so that we hey barber, so we can protect the light. (laughs) He he barbers all that hay so he can jump into it from high above. (laughs) Take this physics, wee! (laughs) All right. Because as you know, hay is the absolute softest material. Yeah, and you only need a couple of feet of it between you and a wooden cart. <laughs> yeah, really, two feet max, and you're fine. Doesn't even matter how high up you're jumping from. No, nope, nope. It's good. Everyone really, should definitely try that at home. You just really sure. relax into that pose. <laughs> it's cozy. It's like uh, just once I bed. wanted to see them miss, the, like just miss the cart by like a foot. <laughs> That should have been in the movie. Was that in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, did anyone see that movie? I nope. didn't. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Marty's pretty oblivious. Yeah, he's a special uh, guy. He's a real special guy. I can't believe he didn't recognize this guy as a tannin. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. It wasn't until he uh, saw so- him be mean to someone. No, 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 no. Somebody, the, the, the it wasn't until uh, Chester calls oh. him Mr. Tannen. Yeah, uh, it okay. wasn't, he wasn't even really recognition. It was like, oh, oh someone no. said his name. And he's like, he, huh? There's a little double click. Yeah. I knew a guy named Tannen. So was, I will say. Maybe they're related. <laughs> I will say, as much as I love the editing in Back to the Future movies, this is one of the few moments where I, I think the the way it was edited was a mistake. Because, like because the moment is that he says, you're Mad Dog Tannen. And then you cut from him saying that, right? So you have, you have Chester, he's backing away. Everyone in the saloon behind Marty is looking at Marty. Yeah. And he says, you're Mad Dog Tannen. You cut back to, to Tannen and his posse walk away back away from him mm-hmm. and then you cut back to marty and everyone backs away from marty and hides and i feel like the way you edit that is you have marty say you're mad dog tannin and everyone behind marty hides and then you cut <laughs> to the posse being like oh shit like we gotta yeah. get out of here <laughs> Like, I feel like it's funnier if you see everyone else react before you see Mad Dog react. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would I think that would have worked. That would have been really good. Yeah. Mm. But uh, so he calls him. 
He says, nobody calls me Mad Dog, which uh, is the chicken thing again, but it's yeah, Mad Dog yeah. now. Um, He's imprinted but, uh, on, Marty's imprinted on the Tannen line. <laughs> I don't know how. This guy's before Marty. Eh, that's pretty, all Marty. That's relative, Scott. <laughs> I guess. What's the past, you know? <laughs> so he calls, is, him, he calls him a dudded up egg sucking gutter trash. Which is awesome. What is what is the egg sucking thing? Is that a is that a testicle euphemism? Is no, that what that no, is? No, no, no. Egg sucking is like like a, it's a sign of like like weasels suck eggs, yeah. like like lowly animals oh. feed off of eggs. You're like you're like going to the trash getting the rotten eggs. Oh, okay. Like remember that weird lizard from the Rescuers Down Under? <laughs> no, I do not. Joanna. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. if I tell I remember, you the name, you'll remember. Yeah, yeah, the hunter's okay. like, like, uh, his, yeah. his Joanna, yeah. <laughs> and that thing sucked eggs. Oh, yeah, okay, egg suckers. Yeah, um, I like, uh, I, li- I do like gutter trash. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so yeah, so he starts first. firing, and I will say, uh, this is the first time that I've ever, I've ever watched this movie and counted how many times he shoots. Only like four. You can assume because he's out of bullets later, but uh, he does shoot it six times. He's got a six shooter. Oh, he Ooh. does. Okay, I, did, I was I, like halfway through the shooting, I was like, "Wait, I should be counting." Yeah, he shoots six times. What if he just never stopped? What if he like kept grabbing his friend's ammo and just kept shooting at Marty's feet, and Marty kept moon dancing? Well, there, there would be like like on the reload. There there would be a, a few. There, there'd be a long enough pause, presumably, yeah. that Marty could leave. Or he just keeps well, dancing. He just took his gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the uh, dancing. Ah, the dancing. Um, oh, so, so I have, I have before. Okay, so I have notes about moonwalking that I want to talk about. Ugh. Like in general, or like in the comic. Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, so moonwalking is a dance move uh, that it, it's actually a popping move. Um, okay. Is what it's called, which is a breakdancing uh, uh, thing. Which popping, by the way, popping was inv- was created for the 1968 film Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, ah. when when actress and singer Sa- Sally Anna Hose acts as a music box doll, and so she's moving like a music box doll, and that was the creation of like the robot dance, which was like popping. Wow. Ah. Um, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? That, that and is then, some unexpected roots. Yeah. And then uh, moonwalking is a form of popping, uh, which was either created or stolen or made popular, however you want to say, by Michael Jackson in a performance in 1983. He was performing Billy Jean on uh, Motown 25 yesterday, today, forever on March 25th, 1983. Um, it was broadcast May 16th, 1983, and it was the first time anyone had seen moonwalking before, uh, and everyone was flabbergasted and no one understood how it worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and, and became his, uh, Michael Jackson's signature move. And is the, and that, that performance is the reason why when Marty is doing the moonwalk, he is, uh, singing this sort of. Yeah, he's singing Billie Jean to himself. Yeah, because yeah. remember, guys, even though audiences watching this uh, might have been a little bit, you know, it was 1990, 
to Marty, it's still 1985. That's still like a super. Rep, yeah, yeah. That, that's just yeah, like, it was only like two years ago. Right there. Yeah. 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 Although by 19, uh, but I do, like, I do uh, love, I love the idea that Marty learned how to moonwalk from watching that performance and only knows how to do it in time with the song. So he has to sing the song. I gotta sing the song to get the moonwalking right. <laughs> it's like, have you guys ever taken and dance even classes? Even then, even then, um, I, I don't know, guys. I'm not particularly impressed with his moonwalk. Well, because they don't show it. Because Michael J. Fox obviously has no idea how to moonwalk. Yeah, yeah. And so he's just sort of vaguely doing the mo- movements, and then they keep like cutting away, so you don't see it for too long. And realize <sighs> yeah, he's not like doing e- everything above the knee looks completely wrong, but then everything right. below the knee is like the actual dance. Yeah, I mean he's just he's just sliding his his feet back and forth yeah. backward. He's not uh like the the trick is that you're popping forward while walking backward. That's how the moonwalk works. Oh. And so you're 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 popping your legs to look like they're moving forward mm-hmm. even though you're actually sliding your feet back. Mm-hmm. And then that gives it that weird otherworldly look. Yeah, that disjointed look where you're just like sliding backwards, even though it looks like you're walking in place forward. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that this didn't warm him up to the bad guys. It would have been nice if they had been like, oh, what a funny little dancing thing. You know, you know maybe maybe if he had ended it with the spin, they, they'd they have been like, well, all right, we like that. But, but, <laughs> but then Marty but doesn't half ass anything, Chris. He has to stick it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he nails the landing. <laughs> he nails the landing like he like he just he just performed like he some did, sort of he did gymnastic the math. Routine. He did the math really and well right there. He's like, if I step here, if I jump here, just to oh, it's okay. So, so like, do you guys a, think the, he the did this on purpose? There, I, no. Yeah, I think he was trying to make friends with them. Oh, no, well, no. I mean, the I mean, spittoon. the spittoon. Yeah. The oh, spittoon. the spittoon. Okay. Um, you Probably know, not. It's almost more Marty if he didn't do it on purpose. Cause yeah. like, yeah, I don't think he did either. Yeah. Have you ever, have you guys ever noticed Marty's not really much of a prankster? Hmm. Like, like the, the stuff that happens to Biff, like the gross, like poop, like spit. It's stuff, not on purpose. It's an accident. Marty's yeah. never, yeah. you know, like, you know, you think about Axel Foley putting the banana up the tailpipe and that's, that's kind of almost not Marty's style. He's too kind. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like Rick. Yeah. I mean, like Marty. more of a, more of a lovable goof. I I love that the the one of the three old dudes um the one on the left like when he's doing the moonwalk he mm-hmm. just is watching him and just goes shit like he <laughs> just <laughs> I just it's my favorite reaction he's just like shit like he, I don't what, what the hell is that I, I, I don't understand what, what I'm seeing. looking at <laughs> He's impressed, but he's also like kind of scared. I saw something pure today. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I I will say I want to applaud Bob Gale and and I want to I want to applaud both Bobbies, both Z and G, uh, for the fact that they did not have one of those guys just be like, oh, it looks like he's walking on the moon. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, Are because you appreciate that's that restraint. A, I, that's such a Back to the Future joke, and I'm I, so glad they didn't. Also, do it. I don't, that would be. I don't a, think that if they had said that, that would ruin it. That would that. I, and also, <laughs> I don't imagine that anybody would have thought to write that. Come on, no, no. Also, oh, it's not, that oh, guy, whoever, don't whoever, give whoever, them whoever credit says, for not doing something that in that absurd. <laughs> whoever, whoever no would have way. said that though would be insane. <laughs> walking on the moon. What the? Walking on the moon. How can you walk on the moon? It's the size of my pinky nail. You can't walk on the moon. You. It's weird made freak. of cheese. Did you see that movie? The George Villiers trip to the moon. <laughs> Not for about thirty years. Okay. Uh. <laughs> George Villiers' trip to the moon, where they killed all the natives. Oh. I watched that recently, and anyway, I've watched it several times. Mm. Uh, film school, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I just about to kill you. Go to the moon, you kill the natives. Yeah, you. Uh, his reaction, his reaction of just <laughs> shit. <laughs> and it, and it's I a get good reaction. I, what if everyone just started dancing too? That might have diffused the situation. And then the piano player is like, well, I better. And then like. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then they would have come up with some version that would like whatever. And that would have and been. My name is Marty and I'm here to I... say, bring it down. Oh, <laughs> You got. You got to have some cardboard. I'm gonna break it down. Yeah. You, you got. You got a guy over by the player piano being like, I need to write this here down. <laughs> this is just what I've been looking for. <laughs> And so then Marty will have again stolen something from black people. Yeah. <laughs> Turns into the get down. Oh, no. Get down set in the 1880s. <laughs> oh, to make no, a thing go no. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a disaster. That's, that's terrible. Um, uh, I don't think you can set the get down in the 1880s. So, so your uh, you when when we started talking about the moonwalk, uh, you sounded very exhausted at the prospect. Are you are you against this bit or are you just you don't like that he's not actually doing the moonwalk? I don't like how it it just doesn't look good to me. Like like I I, I like you know the original Michael Jackson performance I remember seeing that on TV as I mean obviously not when it originally happened because I was one but uh <laughs> like later on I I saw it on TV all the time. I saw him do it at other performances and I'm like all right that's really good very smooth but in this movie it's never, it doesn't like, like even when they do the, the like the low shots and like you can mm-hmm. see, you know, you know that they've cut away to a professional dancer. To me, no offense to the professional dancer. It might just be like the shoes and the flooring. Who knows? Maybe the, the director was like, don't do it too perfectly. You've just been shot at. I, I, it just doesn't look good to me. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is the concept of back to the future that like sold to the studio was like, hey, it's going to be this, like, 80s teen, and he has to go back to, like, the 50s, and, like, what a culture shock that would be. But there's really very few jokes at that angle of the concept. It's almost all, like, situational and relevant to the story and the characters. There really isn't a lot of, like, what do you mean you don't have MTV? So, like, Mm -hmm. this joke almost feels like a, like... Oh, I'm surprised there isn't more of these kinds of jokes in this trilogy of time travel comedies. And, and I mean, there's I'm, quite a few. There's quite a few, Nick, because like there, there's the bit no. where he's like, "I want a Pepsi just that free." Some of them work better than this. 
Yeah, like give me a yeah. tab. Like, oh, you, you can't have a tab until I, I know what you want. He's like, give me a Pepsi free. And he's like, if you want a Pepsi, kid, you're going to have to pay for it. I guess yeah. um, like, I guess the reason those are different in my brain is those are very, like, verbal jokes. And this is, like, a shenanigan. This is, like, a pratfall, basically. Yeah. And then he does the moonwalk because it's the 80s. You know what I mean? Well, but that's the thing, though, is because because we were out of the 80s now. This was 1990. And so yeah. this was actually a reference to the 80s. Like, that's 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 one of the issues, I think, with the sequels. The is time that, traveler got out of like the, the production of the time travel comedy got out of time. Yeah. Marty is right. now behind the audience. Right. And so they're so now they're not only making references to the 1880s, but they're also making references to the 1980s because both are in the past. Yeah. Like if if in the if in the first movie he had he had done a moonwalk, that would have been a lot more hip and with it for the audience, as opposed right. to when we saw this in 1990, it was a little played out. At least yeah, it, I that, guess. That, right. It would be like if Marty was like rapping to like watch the throne now. <laughs> it's like oh yeah that thing from like five years ago right <laughs> hmm well and then and then of course he he does his little spinny spin mm -hmm. uh, no church in the wild and spittoon that's yeah. uh, spittoon juice spittoon juice that is really that's pretty that's a know. revolting consistency yeah, that's that's bad. Um, yeah, it's like that, chili. That is, uh, I'm not sure whether that's because uh, whenever he's whenever he's run into uh, manure in the past, it's always like a horse or or a cow, like fertilizer or something, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure this is more dangerous. Oh no, my bloodletting vase. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know. Getting in contact with with feces and, uh, from any animal is is not good. You shouldn't do it. But I'm I'm pretty sure uh, the spittoon is a probably a worse yeah. vector for disease. Oh no! All that went into my open cuts. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, like it's one of those funny things. Like you know, there everybody. I remember when I was a little kid, it was like you know, it'd be, there'd be like this uh, book for kids. It was like stupid laws in the United States, and it was like all oh look at all these small towns where it's illegal to spit on the ground, and it's like yeah, yeah, and it's not about like you know grandma being upset about seeing people spit. Uh, those laws were actually put in place because spitting on the sidewalk spread tuberculosis. Uh, and really, I didn't know people. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! Like uh, spitting, spitting out in public and out in open uh, is a pretty bad vector for disease. I know things now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It may that seem quaint, but uh, it's not. <laughs> Doesn't seem quaint. I don't know. I think it's pretty. Just I think it's just gross. You think it's no, illegal? No, 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 no. Be, being it for it being illegal to spit like in on Main Street. Oh yeah, I think that the assumption by most people is that it's uh, because women wore dresses and yeah, didn't no. spit on their dresses. What if? Okay, do you think this was ever a problem at first in Westworld? Like, people were like, "Oh, cool! I get to spit on the ground now because it's the Wild West." And like the actual well, oh, at, the, at this point, like like right now, like and nobody's gonna get busted for spitting on the sidewalk in like you know New York or DC. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. the the the. The transmission of those diseases is not the same. Those diseases can be fought. Presumably yeah. in Westworld, everybody there is really well vaccinated. That's um, true, because it's in the future. 
they can do basically whatever they want. At least that's uh, what we think. We assume. I mean, like, that like in the future. I mean, like, what what was it like? There was like one scene where they were well, they, where they were repairing Maeve, and they're like, "Oh, she's got MRSA in her in her internals. They didn't clean her out properly last time." It's like they're not really worried about multi uh, menicillin resistant Staphylococcus, which mm-hmm. is a serious problem now. They're just like, "Ah, she's got this shit in her. They gotta get it out." And they're like, "That's fine, whatever." And they put her right back out there to presumably do what she does and it just didn't seem like that big a deal so i don't think that in westworld the spittoon was any sort of a concern yeah i'm probably well, it concerns spittoon. me because it is hella gross yep yep it's hella gross and, and i imagine like in westworld at some point someone has been hit with a spittoon or has has thrown a spittoon on someone Probably I believe it would be funny if work. every day one of the prostitutes threw a spittoon <laughs> at a bad guy. Wait, was that supposed to be your Dr. Ford? That was supposed to be my Anthony Hopkins, yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm going oh, that, to play with this I robot in this basement. Elsie <laughs> <laughs> lives! Anyway, back, back <laughs> to the future. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got for this minute. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, what do you have left? Do you have anything? Are you good? Uh, no, I the tuberculosis bit was was my closer. Nice. Yeah, I always <laughs> wanted to close on tuberculosis. Uh, yeah, it's, a good, it's a good way to end. Well, if you if you're having fun and you like the uh, what happens when Scott and Chris and I team up, uh, you might enjoy our other creative endeavor that we all work on geek by night. Our award, our award-winning podcast. It's an audio series about uh, a bunch of a bunch of goofballs that uh, get superpowers, and uh, they try to make their 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 professional and their personal lives work with all this crazy stuff happening around them. And uh, Chris is an award, an Audioverse award-nominated actor because of his performance mm-hmm. as Jeff Gibson in Geek by Night. Yep, yep, yep. It's an honor. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's it feels especially cool. It's really, I don't think I've ever thought about this before, but it's really cool that our two nominees were you and Naomi because Naomi's like a new player and you're like an, a founding father. You're like an OG. OG. <laughs> yeah, OG, original Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> original and only. Uh, that'd yeah. be a good shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Geek by Night is available now on iTunes or however you download this podcast. You can also download Beyond Geek by Pod. Night. Yeah, Beyond Pod. And uh, mm-hmm. we love hearing from people that are enjoying Geek by Night because we put in so yes, much work. And, Absolutely. And it's always the best thing in the world when, like, a stranger tells us that they, like, enjoyed an episode. Mm. Yeah. So go listen to an episode, enjoy it, and uh, tell us about it. Yeah. Especially if you like the sound of my voice. Yeah, especially yeah. if you like the sound of Chris's voice. I don't talk <laughs> hardly ever in it. So even if you don't like my voice. You, oh, but you... when you do, it's great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's true. And Scott never talked. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, wherever you get your podcast, or it's at duelinggenre.com, and and there, I guess there's a Reddit, like there's a, a Reddit Reddit now. Yeah, we have a we have a subreddit now, um, where uh, people post about the show. So that's yeah. uh, that's cool. Illegal torrents of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Illegal torrents of the show they can get for free. Hey, um, download it here. It won't count. <laughs> <laughs> It'll screw no. Why are you doing this? <laughs> All right. Uh, (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 33. Bye. Have a good rest of your day.